This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, for moms, by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood, from fear, loss, and heartbreak, to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. Welcome back to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman. And today we have Brittany Churchill. Now, Brittany lives in Austin, Texas with her two children as a youngish divorced mom. She is the author of Tap In, Not Out, a book about how overwhelmed moms can reclaim peace, cultivate a better life, and thrive. In her book, she opens up about her struggles as a young mom and how she overcame her own overwhelm through powerful mindsets and disciplines. Brittany is an active writer and speaker with Austin with austinmoms.com and also appeared on the My Mom Makes Money Summit 2020. Through her Discover Your Purpose workshops and programs, she trains and teaches women how to reclaim their peace, identity, and life, even when they feel lost, confused, and overwhelmed. Her goal is to help cultivate women's worth everywhere. Welcome to the show, Brittany. It's great to have you. Hi. Thanks, Tracy. It's so good to be here. Great, great. Well, tell us, tell us a little bit about you and how you got to, how the book was written, how you got to be here today. Oh my gosh. Yes. I will tell you, I didn't think the book would ever get written. I honestly, I thought this was something that I would do maybe one day and maybe when my kids are grown. And um, it wasn't until I met a just another writer who was probably about 15 years older than me, 20 years older than me, that told me with tears in her eyes said, Brittany, don't wait to write. Because when your kids are older, you're not going to have more time. That's actually a lie. It's a myth. It's a myth. (laughs) And yes. And so I, 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 she began to tell me about how, you know, there's these gifts in each one of us that are there for a reason and they're meant to be nurtured. They're meant to be cultivated. And I really latched onto that and took it to heart and realized, you know what, for whatever reason, for most of my adult life, I've always felt this great desire to write, but I don't take any action on it because I feel like I just don't have time or it's just not the right time. And so in my mind, I was kind of convicted. I was like, this is, this is what I feel like led to do. So I need to actually probably do this thing because you know, not everybody in the world wants to write a book. Right. <laughs> for a reason, it's there in my heart to do. Exactly. exactly. And so I just started writing when I felt, you know, inspiration and just started cultivating that. And then my life kind of took a turn. <laughs> I ended up getting a divorce and I ended up moving states and I ended up going from a stay-at-home mom to working a full-time nine-to-five <laughs> job and just major life transition. Yeah. And I wrote a book through that whole season of life. And I guess I'm, I'm saying like, if I thought it was impossible before, I mean, it should have been impossible then, but I did it. And, um, I did it because I had a conviction. I had a conviction. I had a why, and I, I knew I was meant to deliver this thing and just at least put it out there. And yeah, maybe a little bit of stubbornness, like, just like, (laughs) I was going to make sure it got done. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah. And so I ended up launching that book December, 2019 at the end of the year. So full year after I had that conversation with that one person, which, you know, you know, it's, I think a good takeaway there is you never know how impactful a single conversation is going to be, you know? So if you feel led to say something to say to somebody, say it because it could change their life because that Uh, conversation changed my life. So true. Year later, I launched my first book. So yeah. Fantastic. Well, congratulations on the book. And what's the name of the book? The book is called Tap In, Not Out, How Overwhelmed Moms Can Reclaim Their Life, Cultivate a Better Life, and Thrive. Actually, Love I think that. I just messed up that subtitle. I said life <laughs> way too many times. <laughs> it's all good. So how did you come up with the name Tap In, Tap Out? <clears throat> oh, this is, I love this question. I remember sitting in um, the, the cafeteria area of a, just an old YMCA and I had, I was meeting up with a friend after a post-workout and we were drinking bad coffee together, but we were loving it because we had two hours of free childcare. Oh my goodness. I knew <laughs> we were I get it. it. You know, we had finished our workout and now we're having girl talk. And I was just thinking, we were talking about how, how great it is to tap out and just have a mm. mom break. And just, we felt like these moments are just so precious to us. And I realized in that moment, like, it is so, I feel like all day long, I just was pushing to get to the end of the day, to yeah. get to my mom break. And, and I didn't enjoy the majority of my day. Like I just felt tense or I felt stressed and there wasn't peace. There wasn't harmony in my home. And I was just like, just surviving to get to the end of the day. And I remember having that conversation with her and I was like, why do we live for these moments? Why can't we live for the entire day? Why can't we enjoy all of it? And I realized in that moment, the book title came to me and this was like years before I wrote it. I was like, oh, the secret is we got to tap in. We got to push in and like lean in and make, I don't know, we have to tap in and then not live for the tap out moments, if that makes sense. Oh, that's beautiful. The hard parts of our life. Right. To find the peace. And I actually, um, I just felt like when I chose to be more disciplined and chose to be intentional about certain things in my life that I knew would produce the peace that I desired. Yes. I had, I had to put forth that, that first effort and Mm -hmm. being intentional and, and knowing like, even though I was exhausted and tired and worn out, even putting forth that energy to do that and be intentional, I would produce peace. Like the outcome was mm-hmm. always peace and my family would thrive. It's right. just, I had to make those changes. And so that's the idea of tapping in. And, and I go into more, I go into, in the book, I talk about practical things that you can implement in your life principles, but also mindsets and just how you can just choose to like see things just a little differently Yes. And it can make the biggest impact in your huge, life. Huge, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's huge. It's huge. It's wild how incredibly powerful your mind is. Yeah, it's t- it's tough because you when you're so far stuck in your own mud and your own oh, yeah. overwhelm, it's hard to see clearly. Yes. And I mean, that's that's overwhelm, right? It's the lack of clarity. And we were just talking about that, how, yeah, it's like, and that could be, you know, lack of clarity in the structure of your home or the Mm -hmm. systems, like, you know, 
everything has to have a system, right? Like your, your grocery planning for the week and then your meal planning and like bedtime has a structure, like everything has a structure. And if, if you don't have structure there, there's, there can be overwhelmed. Or if you don't right. have clarity in your emotions and your mint, like your state of mind, there can be overwhelmed there. And so, yeah. So it's just like learning to create and unpack certain mindsets so you can gain that clarity, which yeah. is that piece that you really want. And yeah. That's I what love that. <laughs> we just want peace. Exactly. <laughs> I know, you know, uh, do you know, you know, John Kabat-Zinn? I don't he, um, actually. He wrote Full Catastrophe Living, as I'm looking at my books over here. And he talks, he and his wife wrote a book. Oh, I can't, it'll come to me. But he and his wife wrote a book about parenting. Mm-hmm. And it really, and he call, and he says, it's full catastrophe living. Like it's, you're in it and you're tapping into, I love that, that you're mm-hmm. tapping into the discomfort of mm-hmm parenting. I mean, there are, you know, it's, it's a lot. I think it's the most difficult job in the entire world is yeah. to be a parent. Yeah. And, but I love that, you know, we were talking uh, before the call about how I feel like the, the, uh, the work that I do, the work that we do in the world is kind of like taking your yoga off the mat where you're, when you're doing yoga, you're in a pose and you're pushing a little further and a little further into the discomfort Mm-hmm. And you know what, when we allow ourselves to push, not to push, but allow ourselves to, to kind of stretch into the discomfort, there is really peace there. There's mm-hmm. peace and beauty and there are gifts in all of it. So I love yeah. tap in, tap out. And that is amazing. So in the clarity, so that's yeah. kind of, that's number one, right? Deciding, yeah. you know, getting really clear on your mindset. And you said the yes. systems, I am a systems geek. I love systems. <laughs> Yes. But they really, you know, and, and I, I, I work with people sometimes like, no, I don't want to be organized. I'm like, no, but what you don't understand mm-hmm. is that when you have systems in place, you know, I just want to be spontaneous. I'm like, no, you have more time for spontaneity when you mm-hmm. have systems in place. Mm-hmm. Do you find mm-hmm. that too, Brittany? Oh yeah. And you know what? And to be completely honest, like, I mean, I have some systems that I like, I'm pretty strict on and it, but it takes it does take a level of effort if you're not used to having systems in your life. Absolutely. And I think I, it, it's, it's a cringy word. People yes. don't love like systems, system, <laughs> no. you know? And so I feel like there's, there's always a lot of resistance, especially yes. if that doesn't come naturally to you, if you're mm-hmm. not an organized person. And I would say like, I, I wouldn't say that I'm an organized person. It, it just, it's like, yes and no. Like it was just, it just takes an extra amount of effort. It's not something that comes naturally to me. It's something that I have to be like, okay, let's organize, you know? Yes. It's not. Yeah. And so, um, so I completely understand how people can be resistant to the systems ideas and they feel like it could be restricting and, and it's like, no, there's actually, it's, there's freedom on the other side. There is. I know it's, it's it's so counterintuitive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost the way I like to look at it is also it's like gamification. So if -hmm. you're wanting to change your life and you're wanting to cultivate a better one, you have to serve your future self right now. Like, and that takes a system Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, I want to be free or I want to feel peace or I want to feel like, I don't know, joy or happy. You have to, um, put a system in now, or here's a good example. I want to be a fit person. I want to have like a six pack. I don't know. Right. 
you have to put a system in now for that future self that you want. And yes. that's like, okay, doing daily crunches and push-ups or whatever. And, and that's a system. So it's like, uh, you don't have to, it's, it's a practice. Maybe practice is a better word. Practice is a better I word than system. You yeah. to serve your future self right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, exactly. That's it is. I call that becoming. It's, you know, word. it's the becoming it's, it's not, you don't, you know, your, your goals and your dreams are not, um, they're not, they're within you. And it's not like a, you know, go from A to Z and it's not, it's not a place to get to or a goal to reach. Well, it is. I mean, I guess if you're, you know, your fitness is a goal to reach, but you become that person mm-hmm. in your everyday life. Like you don't yeah. just go all of a sudden, there you are, you have yeah. to, you start with what you're doing today. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you have to, um, you have to figure out who that person is and what they look like. Cause I think sometimes yeah. when, we, when we don't have a clear picture of that, we just kind of just float around. Like, I don't know how you don't know what you're working towards. So once you get a clear picture and then I take it one step further and I'm like, you know what? People don't care about that future ideal self until you do. So right. it's like, it's like a nice thought, Mm-hmm. But until you actually care about it, do you do the action in your mm. present, present time to serve your future self? Like you've got to care. It's like, you know, for me, or I guess anybody really, it's like, you don't go to the doctor until the pain is great enough, oh, until gosh. you care enough to go or, or do preventative. Like, like for instance, yoga, I need to do yoga on a regular basis because I have like really bad tension in my neck. Like I have Mm -hmm. tension issues. Right. And, and it serves me well. Mm -hmm. And, and I think sometimes like if I stay in the practice and I'm, I've been feeling good for a while, sometimes I stop doing it as much because the pain's not there. Right. Like sometimes we, when we respond to the pain and the pain is great enough, then we actually do the action. And it's like, you've got to start, you got to start doing the action. You got to care enough to do it and then care enough to keep doing it and sustain it because you know what it's producing. That is gold right there. Caring that you have to care about you your care future enough. self. You have to care yeah. about her now. Yeah. That yeah. is, that's beautiful. It's not just wishful. And that's the thing. It's like all of us want a six pack or, or, or an awesome beach body or whatever, but it's right. like, if you care enough, Yeah. will you do it? Do the hard thing. You know, I, um, I teach, I, I teach uh, moms to create a life vision. Mm-hmm. that, you know, that, that means something to them. I have women, I have women say, oh, you know, what I really want is, you know, I want to be fit. Okay. Well, what does that look like for you? Yeah. It's, it's different for every single person. Well, I want to be financially independent. Well, that's great. But what does that look like for you? Yeah. Because unless you're clear, you know, this whole thing about clarity, unless you're clear about what you want, you're, first of all, you're not going to know if you, if you got it, right? right. Cause you right. haven't decided what it is right. and you have to decide what it is so that you know what steps to take. Yeah. You know, I think and that step is actually pretty hard too for some people because it is they such they resistance some, there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Because it's hard for people to figure out what they want sometimes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's like you have this general idea, but just to get there, I don't know, sometimes it's just this weird disconnect. And sometimes we just want our hand held so much that somebody else would like just make the decisions for us. Yes. You know what I mean? And you can't, that's not sustainable because yeah, it has to come exactly. from yourself. It has to come from within. No, I spent, I spent most of my life waiting, waiting for the lightning bolts to come down and tell me what to do. 
just waiting. Ooh. And I waited and I waited and I waited and I waited. And then I learned that it, it's after the lightning bolts come, then like th- things start opening up for you. The ideas, oh, I could take this step. Oh, I could talk to yeah. this person. Oh, yeah. I could, I could sign up for this thing. You know, it's, yeah. it's really, it's interesting, but we do, that's human nature, right? We want it all laid out, but we have to decide what it is first before we can lay out the steps. Right. And what's interesting is even though there's so much resistance to that process, when you choose to step up and do it, it's empowering. Yes. Because what you're actually doing is you're showing yourself that you can. There yes. Actually, it, it reminds me of the story I like to tell of whenever I um, lived in Colorado Springs, I, the town sits at the base of Pikes Peak. It's like uh-huh. a huge 14er mountain. At the base, there's this thing called the incline. It's like two, do you know what I'm talking about? You're nodding I your do. head. I do. Okay, yeah. yeah. My sister lives out in Colorado. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So this incline is a staircase that's, I mean, it's not a normal staircase. Some of the steps are like half my size of my body, Right. but it's like 2,744 stair steps straight up to basically almost a mile up this mountain. Right. People go from, come from all over the world to do this thing. Cause it's, it's intense, hard mm-hmm. workout. And I decided to do it. And I will tell you, I did make it to the top. However, I didn't know I could do it until I did. Right. Like it, it was probably until I was about 40 steps away that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm actually going to make it. I don't like, it may take me a hot minute to get up these 40 steps, but, but it was like, and I had somebody with me Mm -hmm. and I was following her footsteps up there because I still didn't believe in myself. And it was just like, that's how it is when we're going through that process and we're having to figure out okay, what do I actually want? What does financial freedom look like for me? What does like, you know, being fit mean to me? You're trying to figure out those things for yourself. Sometimes, you know, that process, you don't know that you can achieve those things until you do, but it's that trusting. It's the trusting the process and not resisting it, but just knowing like it is a process. And just like that climb up the mountain, there was a lot of people at the summit, but everybody's story getting up that mountain was different. Everybody was different. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. And that's what we have to like keep in our minds is like, because it's easy when you're an entrepreneur or in the business world or a mom and stay at home mom, even like, it's just in general, it's easy to like look left and right and just think, okay, they're doing this and I should be doing that. Or they're doing this. Like, why am I not doing that right now? And or comparing your life, like you should be further along or you should, you know, do your hair a certain way. You should be wearing, instead of being true to who you are and being true to where you're at in life and, and just being gentle with the process that you're in right now. Right. And I think when you can come to that place and just be authentically present where you're at and let yourself be in that journey to, that you walk women through and you help empower them to make significant changes in their life when you can surrender to that I mean it's a much freer way to live it is that's beautiful and um, as you're talking about all of you know this this uh what's right for you and and your book right Mm -hmm. we talked about before we before we got on the interview we talked about um about the fact that not everybody wants to write a book (laughs) I found that too I because I I the book actually I thought the book would come before the podcast the podcast actually launches today my vision driven mom podcast launches today that's also been in my head but the book has been in my head for 
I don't know, 20 years, maybe Ooh, it's coming, oh but that, and, and that realization, cause I've talked to people, well, you know, don't you think that you're going to write a book? Well, no, I don't want to write a book. Oh, it's interesting when you talk to yeah. people and you find, like you said, not everybody wants to book, writes, yeah. wants to write a book. That's yeah. you, right? Yeah. That's your yeah. authentic, that's your, that's, that's yeah. the nudges that you're getting and you listened yeah. and that's a beautiful thing, you know? I and I it. think when you start taking those steps, like you were talking about the, the, um, the, what's it called? The incline. The incline yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. When you, that, that's a decision, right? You said mm -hmm. people come from all over. That's a decision. I have decided that's clarity. I've decided that I'm going to do this thing. Right. Yeah. And you, and, yeah. and the, and the believing has to, you know, it kind of, I can do this. I can do this. I am doing this. I am yeah. doing this. And then you launch a book, right? Yeah. You publish yeah. a book. Yeah you get to the top of the incline. Yeah. But it starts with clarity. That, that's it completely it. And I'll oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just, just going to say, we talked about, about overwhelm, mm -hmm. right? And what is overwhelm, Brittany? Lack of clarity. It's a lack of clarity. That's exactly yeah. it. When yeah. you're clear about what you want in your life, for one thing, it makes decision-making a breeze because you know, this is for me. This is not yeah. for me, you know? And that, and we don't always know the steps and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But the, what, what do you want? That's, that's mm -hmm. number one for mm -hmm. all of us, you know? And, and I think a lot of us, a lot of us moms, we, we come into motherhood and okay, you know, I wanted to have kids now what, <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, I did it. I did yeah. that. But then yes. there's this whole other, you know, you're always a mom. <laughs> you're not ever, you know, even when your kids leave the house you're always a mom. So mm -hmm. what do you want? What do you want with your family? You know, what do you want mm -hmm. with your relationships and experiences and your body and all of that? It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. You talked about integrity. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Okay. So integrity, when you break it down, it's living in honesty, mm -hmm. in wholeness and being undivided. And the reason I love this word, this is actually the first of my five key principles to reclaiming hmm. your life. Okay. And that is, let's tell the truth. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times <laughs> I could talk for hours on this. Um, <laughs> when, when I think a lot of times we lie to ourselves. Yes. And we don't even know we're doing that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was doing it when I was going through my separation. I had learned how to cope with my life by dismissing my own thoughts and feelings yeah. just for the benefit of the whole. And I think there's a way to live that's very, you know, you can be a selfless person, a person that serves others. But when you get to a point where you're completely dismissing your own truth, then you, there's a detachment that happens. Like, and, and you're, you're becoming, you're losing yourself bit by bit. And before you know, you don't know who you are anymore. And the interesting thing about living in integrity is like, it actually brings unity. It brings connection. So like, if you have a truth, whether it's, or I shouldn't say that if there's something you're feeling, whether it's right or wrong to put it out there and letting it be like, you actually create connection with that person. If it's a, if it's a safe environment to do so, like you can, right. they, they, you're presenting your truest self, right? You're not hiding your truest self. And so when you don't live in integrity, you're actually, you're living in disconnection. And I think connection, especially with COVID happening right now, like 
this and just watching my kids go back to in-person learning and just seeing the difference in them being around people and having connections. And I, the, what, the way I break down what that means is like connection is just the exchange of energy between people. It's, Mm -hmm. it's actions, it's words, it's memories, it's, it's uh, gestures, whatever. It's just like this back and forth between people that happen. And it's huge for human development, especially when you're a child growing up. But it's huge also for us as, as human beings. It's the being part of being a human being. Connection mm-hmm. is what makes us feel alive. And when you're choosing not to live in integrity, you're choosing to live in a disconnection. You're, you're disconnecting from yourself. And so, um, so I like to, what I do is I teach people how to like draw that out and, and start walking in integrity because that's the walking in wholeness. When you can walk in wholeness, you can have peace. When you have peace, you are, or I'm sorry, you can, when you have wholeness, you're centered as a person. And when you're centered as a person, there's peace and that peace produces freedom. And that freedom actually produces the clarity that we want to make decisions. Things become clearer to you because you're aligned in who you are. Mm -hmm. And it's like this full circle. Cause like we also, we need to find clarity to get to a life of integrity. And once you living in integrity, things actually become even more clear. Right. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's a free way to live. And so, yeah. So it's, it's, it's all tied up in producing clarity to get you out of the mud, out of the overwhelm. And, and then once you get to that life, yeah, of integrity and living honestly with yourself, then you're free. I love that. You know, I, I experienced that myself with the integrity part when yeah. I, and I think I read somewhere, maybe it was on your website that you were a stay-at-home mom for seven years. Yes. I was a stay-at-home mom for seven years and beautiful. It works for some people. You know, so that's what, for some people that is absolutely right, exactly where they needed to be. It was not for me. I say that I stayed home seven years too long. Mm. Um, and it wasn't until I actually started pulling my life apart and realized that I was not living according to my core values. Yeah. I was putting family as number one and family is in my top five, but it's not number one. Personal yeah. growth is yeah. my number. Growth is my yeah. absolute number, number one ever since I was a kid. Right. And I literally took all of my, I took myself put all of my personal growth, my spirituality and all of that in boxes and put it in the attic. I literally put my life, myself, my authenticity in the attic when I had kids. And I know Brittany, I know, I know that you and I are not the only ones who, who do, who have done that. You know, we get to this place and society tells us our, you know, the people around us tell us that, that this is the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to give up your life. And I don't believe that because what I believe is that our kids are watching us mm-hmm. always with their mm-hmm. little eyes, ears, and hearts. Mm-hmm. They're learning how to navigate life. And if we are dismissing ourselves, that's what they're going to learn. Mm-hmm. Mom dismisses oh. herself. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, chills, right? It's so. Yeah. I mean, it, and, and that's, uh, it's all in the name of being, I'm using air quotes for people that are listening, but it's all in the name of being a good mom. Yes. Well, What's the good mom, being right? A good wife or, you know, and yeah, 
Yeah. And what I call, I call those labels. Mm -hmm. It's like when you can pull back these labels, these things that we put our identity in and our worth, and these are external things. They're external. So they're, they're not going to, that, that worth has to come from you within. Right. And so when you can pull back these labels and really take an honest look at yourself and who you are, I mean, that's a hard work, but like, yeah. that's where you will blossom. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, that, that kills me because yeah, that, that happens um, a lot where, where women, mothers just dismiss themselves. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is actually out of love. Thank you for listening to part one of this incredible conversation. Thanks for listening to this episode of Vision Driven Mom. To get started on your Vision Driven Mom journey, head over to www.visiondrivenmompodcast.com and join the five-day Regain Control of Your Life Challenge, where I will guide you in creating a life vision that is ideal for you. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.